Hey everyone, it's us again, your favorite, handsome, and beautiful hosts. This is the third and concluding episode of Crush Course. I'm here with me, Alexander, Jamie, Elena, and Macy. This episode will be about do crushes wear off, and how people should not look through rose-colored glass or look past big red flags. Your hosts today will explain through their experience and with the help of science facts. So, where to start? How about if crushes wear off? In reality, according to psychologists, typical crush usually lasts for four months. The feeling persists, what you like to feel is what we call being in love. Okay, 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 okay. How many people would you say that you've had a crush on? Like, in my whole life, or like three or four? Um. What qualities made you like them, or do you like people with qualities similar to your own? I mean, I look for people that are like have the same moral standards as me, and they have to be like not jerks and not full of themselves. So, yeah. Uh, in these crushes, were you in denial at first? Uh, a few of them, yeah, like two of them. The, did you tell your friends when it started, or you realized? Yes, my close friends. Uh, did you notice that you may have acted differently around them? Were you like clumsy, or nervous, or awkward? Not really. No? Well, maybe awkward at first, <laughs> and I'm just clumsy all the time. So, um, does it wear off? Um, if not, would you have gotten with this person, or did you end up with this person? Uh, one of them was close, another one kind of, and the other two I just got over them. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> um. If you got together with your crush and they liked you as well, was the crush obvious based on their questions? Kind of, yeah. Uh, was there a time that you maybe had an identity or a celebrity crush? No, my friends all are like, oh, I like the celebrity. I'm like, no. Um, have you ever seen through rose-colored glass when you like someone or ignored red flags? Yeah, at times. Um, did you want to learn more about your crush, and did they want to learn more about you? Yes. Thank you. I wholeheartedly, you know, like, agree with that, but I feel like even, you know, before, like, that four months happens, like, I think we talked about, like, well, um, last episode, you should really say something, you know, you, you never know what's going to happen, but I, I've definitely had that happen to me before. Yeah, well... In some cases, you could it could be considered being in love, but in other cases, you could just think that you like them for a long time until you like see how they actually act or something like that. And feelings can change, and you don't want to tell them before that. So dreams crush. No, I'm scared. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. It, it's cool. Um, but you know, before we start freaking out, let's let's get real. Whether your crush is for four months or three years, like that, that's okay because you can easily have a crush for years and crushes can fade away and the person we, that we encounter isn't who we thought that they'd be. Or usually, once they start knowing the person better, like, like you said, Elena, the, the idealization starts fading and the crush ends. Kaboom! Usually, symptoms of the dreaded crush is that your body will crave feel more motivated, energized, and attentive simply by the thought of your new mate. 
endogenous opioids, another reaction in your reward system when having a crush is what makes you actually like being attracted to another person. Basically, this makes you enjoy having a crush. Endogenous opioids are mood regulators. They, they may help treat things like depression, anxiety, and mental disorders. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. Opioids are substances that when reaching op opioid receptors have effects kind of like morphine. Medically, they are primarily used for pain relief, including anesthesia. That's why opioids can be overloaded by the crush feeling and can lead to obsessions, which is kind of creepy. That's like Golem from the Lord of Rings. <laughs> if the whole world was populated with a bunch of lovesick people, then that would be a weird place to be. Unfortunately, some people know how to hide it, while other people, not so much. That's what can make people more uncomfortable and makes the other person feel like they're being stalked. At least what Elena said from the last episode, numero siete, stalking. Not a fun place to be. You can make a fool of yourself. I have personally gone through a few stalker episodes. <laughs> That's pretty creepy. Feel bad for those people. Anyways, or Xander says something else pretty weird. I, okay, I'm not that weird. All people do it at least once in their life. Come on, let's get back on track. All right, pop culture has a bad habit of presenting stalking as normal dating behavior. Rom-coms and popular TV series feature lovable underdogs fumbling in their quest for love as they study their crush. Join the same activities, ask about them, and coordinate coincidental meetups. These actions are most of the time unwelcome and unwanted and downright creepy. When partners try these grand gestures, it's easy to confuse their actions with intense love since we're taught that we should want this. Okay, um, how many people would you say that you've had a crush on? Uh, more than 10. More than 10. Yeah. Uh, what qualities made you like them? Or do you like people with qualities that are similar to your own? Uh, more similar to my own. I like it, like, I don't know why, it, hair, like, <laughs> like long hair. But I'm attracted to more, like, athletes. Normally, um, I like staying active. Uh, in these crushes, were you in denial at first? Uh, with at least three of them. Three yeah. of them. Uh, did you tell your friends when it started or you realized? Yes, normally I did. Uh, did you notice that you acted differently around them? Were you clumsy, nervous, or awkward? Uh, normally nervous, a lot more awkward than I normally would be. It wasn't comfortable. <laughs> Uh, would you say that it wears off? If not, would you have gotten with this person, or did you end up with this person? Normally it wears off after like two months, and then I move on really quick. Uh, so, that's why there's so many. <laughs> uh, if you would have gotten together with your crush and they liked you as well, uh, was, um, would you, sorry, was their uh, crush obvious based on like their questions or stuff like that? Uh, not really, no. Uh, was there a time that you maybe had an identity or a celebrity crush? Uh, yes. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, have you ever seen through rose-colored glass when you liked somebody or ignored red flags? I ignored a lot of red flags at first. It was, it was horrible. Okay. I called doing the last one. Okay. Did you want to learn more about, sorry, that was loud. Did you want to learn more about your crush? Did they want to learn more about you? Um, I want to learn more about them, but at the same time, I don't think they want to learn more about me. I was like, I'm kind of, I don't exactly make myself known 
normally. Oh. So, kind of, kind of in the bag. I'm an introvert, so. Uh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you. That's true. I, I want to say something. It's like I have totally watched those kind of like romantic movies. It's it's kind of cute. It's yeah. In normal, if you think about it, it's kind of yeah. Um, you know, speaking of that kind of like crushes and crushes and stuff, um, these crushes are formed, identity crushes are formed when one finds someone they much admire, want to become like and treat as a leader or model. They're eager to imitate and follow. This crush actually might be someone completely opposite to how you are or want to be, but nevertheless, really extremely exciting. Having a romantic crush means that you want to be with that person in more than just a friendly way. You want to be their romantic partner. You fantasize about being closer with them. <laughs> you probably have a romantic crush. What kind of what kind of being close to this person? Yeah, what do you mean by like, that? What kind do you think? Um, you know, maybe maybe cuddling or, or holding hands or, or is there another thing perhaps? Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Like <laughs> kissing. Um, <laughs> anyway, yes. there's a here's another type of crush. Um, a celebrity crush is like you know, it's like you have a crush on an actor or singer, um, and it's having certain feelings towards that person. Um, so the difference between it's like a celebrity crush most likely won't happen because. They're a celebrity. Yeah, they're a celebrity. So, the, yeah. Um, I think we've all fantasized about, well, at least meeting, you know, your celebrity crush. I feel like I don't, everybody has I one. don't have a celebrity crush. Not insane. all people have celebrity okay. crushes. Yeah, maybe just, just me, then. Just you, <laughs> Macy. <laughs> anyway, so you survived the crush. I mean, whoa, crush course. Now that you know the nitty-gritty stuff about what a crush is and how to survive having one. This is the concluding episode of this podcast, sadly. But we hope that you liked what we had. This is Alex Arjimi with Macy Beardsley and Elena Haddix. And we are concluding Crush Course.